Good morning and welcome to chapel. This morning we will be continuing our theme, which is limitless for this year. And we're grateful for Yorel Bakshir, who is here to be our speaker this morning. A couple of announcements. Day of the Dead is coming up at the end of this month, beginning of next month. And we will be having a Day of the Dead altar out here in, by the baptismal font. So those of you who want to remember or honor those who have passed, you're welcome to bring any kind of memories or pictures to put on the communal altar that we'll have here um, for that whole week. And then also, we have a wonderful event coming up. Colleen Wyndham Hughes, Dr. Deb, is going to be ordained into the Lutheran Church next week. It's very special, and it is next Friday the 25th. The reception is at 5 p.m., and the service is at 5.30, and you're all welcome to come. It's very exciting. If you We gather to worship a loving God, one worthy of praise. God's goodness knows no limit. God's faithfulness toward, towards us is boundless. Amen. God, your majesty and glory surround us here. We have come together to celebrate your presence, to offer songs of praise and worship, and to contemplate your love in scripture and in story. We rejoice in your mighty acts and remember the story of your goodness throughout history and in our own lives. Move among us as we worship together. May your spirit guide and inspire our thoughts and actions as we spend this time in your presence. Amen. The legend of Lilith is controversial and predates the Torah. The earliest surviving mention of Lilith's name appears in Gilgamesh and the Hulupu tree, a Sumerian epic poem found on a tablet at Ur and dating from approximately 2000 BCE. Lilith is mentioned only once in Hebrew scriptures in Isaiah 34, and does not always appear as a proper name. Lilith can also be translated as wind spirit or night specter, and is associated with powers of upset or disorder. Stories of Lilith also appear in Midrash texts related to Genesis, which imagines new details to familiar readings. Midrash asks questions of scripture Sometimes it provides answers. Sometimes it leaves the reader to answer the questions. While interesting and provocative Midrash texts do not have the status of scripture. The character and symbolism of Lilith are debated in popular culture and among Jewish scholars, feminists, and other intellectuals. Modern feminists such as Judith Plasco celebrate her bold struggle for independence from Adam. Her name appears as the title of a Jewish women's magazine in a national literacy program. 
In the 1990s, an annual music festival called the Lilith Fair featured women musicians and donated its profits to battered women's shelters and breast cancer research. Today's reading comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 34, verses 13 to 14. It shall be the haunt of jackals, an abode for ostriches. Wildcats shall meet with hyenas. Goat demons shall call to each other. There too Lilith shall repose and find a place to rest. Here ends the reading. Oh, can everyone hear me? Is it, is it on? Okay, great. Grand rising to all in attendance, I appreciate you being here. And as she said, the story of Lilith is a very controversial one that I particularly wanted to speak on because I see very strong similarities in the story or the folklore of Lilith and the way it reflects the black community abroad here at CLU and in many other places. So. If I may ask, could we all do an exercise really fast? It'll only take one minute. I want you to sit and think, what makes me feel I belong on this earth? Just quietly think that to yourself for about a minute, and then hold on to that thought. I'm going to proceed with everything I'm going to say. So. Again, what makes me feel I belong here on earth, whether it involves your family, and the love they give, whether you feel like there's opportunities for you to become something, whatever that may be in this life, what are those things that make you feel for certain that you belong here? Okay, now if you hold on to those thoughts, I want to start off with at least saying what I was thinking just now and kind of tying that into the story of Lily. So I feel my purpose and what makes me feel a sense of belonging here and just on a general basic understanding of how life works is I was born. That should make me feel like I belong here, correct? I should be feeling like there's no place for me here. So with that being said, the story of Lilith, as she said, is very controversial and the idea that the story involves her being the first original woman created equally, simultaneously with Adam, says to me that there's a, there's a sense of equality there that is just given. It's the birthright, if you will. So her being uh, created through the breath of God from the dirt, just as Adam was, leaves no doubt in my mind and in the minds of anyone trying to grasp the concept of this story that they coexist where they belong together on earth as one. So as you were thinking about what made you feel you belong here, were there any things that you kind of were uncertain of or that skipped across your mind because you weren't really for sure that was the reason you belong here? And if so, that's not uncommon. It's not at all because there's, there's a lot of things that I feel involve discernment of what you are, who you are, and coming to identify as a specific person and being. So the story of Lilith involves her being created with Adam, them not seeing eye to eye because her subservience was not something she felt made her belong here. 
him feeling as if the woman he had to be with throughout this life was supposed to worship him or be at his beckoning call whenever he needed. And with that being said, the story of Lilith and how that relates to different roles within the black community can be seen in many places. There are people throughout history that have cr critically been written out of history texts that have been historically changed the narrative on and that have been told different lenses of different views that have shaped the way people teach, learn, or hear about these people. For instance, I was told that Jesus is Lord and Savior in the Christian faith. Jesus' depictions do not look like me. How am I supposed to feel a sense of belonging in a specific faith if the thing I'm worshiping doesn't reflect me? And as it relates to Lilith, she was created with God. She, I mean, she was created with Adam by God, and her sense of feeling as if she belonged to two men, per se, because God is the Father, didn't, it wasn't resonating. It wasn't there. So as I was beginning to think about the story of Lilith and how that relates to specific things within the black community here on campus, I noticed that at the time I was thinking of it, a lot of the, uh, my fellow black students came to me with different grievances, different experiences they had on campus, and just different thoughts and feelings about the overall experience here at CLU. And it dawned on me that there's no reason other than me feeling and knowing that this has something to do with us, that I started researching and thinking about Lilith at the same time they were coming to me with this. So whether it had been microaggressions with students they come across on campus, whether it had been residential issues where the people they lived with felt uncomfortable just by their presence being around them, whether it was people being in class and have ideas and just things they feel they can say that are completely out of turn and we just feel as a community, this, is, this shouldn't be said. We can't do this. And there are a lot of other instances that I could talk about, plenty of run-ins with campus safety, plenty of run-ins with different faculty, plenty of run-ins with just other students of non-black origin. And these are all things that I feel shouldn't be happening, but it's the reality we live in. I can't change the world, but I can inspire the minds to help change the world. We can all come together and build that change together. So as I was listening to their grievances, I decided to write them all down, get them to come in with me, record it, and make sure it was documented because I knew that would be important moving forward if anything else were to happen. And in getting those grievances, I was told that there's something here for us, that we do belong, and that just because things are turned on its head and maybe flipped and the story doesn't resonate because it was changed doesn't mean that I don't fit in with it because there's a different way to look at it. And we all know what the telephone game is, how one person tells something and it goes along and it changes throughout time. And by the end of the line, it probably doesn't even sound like what the original person said. And as far as biblical text goes or just sacred text in general, there are a lot of things that we know or come to know that we're, we're not completely sure if they're true. And with that being said, the idea of me bringing in Lilith was not to take some pagan culture and bring it into a church just to make a statement. It was to say that I was researching that this person was written out of history or what we consider the origins of ourselves. And there's a reason why. And her not fitting into whatever agendas the people who wrote the Bible or wrote any sacred text after that says something to me as well because there's no reason 
to write anybody out unless it doesn't fit with what you want people to know. And like I said, there's a lot of things we could talk about as a black uh, student populace here that you might be surprised and taken by. You might feel as if, why is this happening? This is still going on, it's 2019. Racism is one of the things, along with oppression and other things that has been, it's called psychometry. It's the idea that you can feel and touch something with uh, all kind of emotion and energy without having been there. So as things were passed down to us, just like stories or uh, different um, things from our family, we also were passed down trauma. And the feeling of not belonging, adding on to that passed down trauma that we didn't even come to know of until we were starting to experience things ourselves, which is one thing that it, it doesn't feel good at all. It's not one of the things that you can just continue to work through life with. You have to be able to deal with things you didn't have uh, in place before you, but are affecting you, and things that are currently affecting you, and what you can change about that. So I always tell people I come across, and I always tell myself to look within. That's why I asked you to uh, ask yourself that question in the beginning. Look within for certain answers you find, and see how you can replicate that outwardly. And as a black student community here, I know for a fact that after this past uh, semester I had at uh, Kowloon in the spring, and all the grievances they told me, it made me look within, and recognize that there's something we can do about it versus complaining and going to different people about what's going on with us because we're a part of the problem. Not that we are the problem, but we're a part of what's happening to us. So if we look within, gather ourselves, and try to figure out what we can do to end this or stop it or make things different, then that can at least reflect out to other people when they can see a new narrative of us. They can see different things that aren't being told to them. And so I'm up here speaking on behalf of the black student populace because there's a lot of things, whether it be racism, oppression, systematic dis uh, discrimination just between being in school and historically not being accepted in a certain schools that I feel needs to be addressed. And I'm not going to sit back and allow people to continue to shift a narrative about my people that wasn't even told or isn't actually true. So I just want to close with finally asking you is there anything you'd like to share about what you said to yourself that made you feel you belong here on Earth? Would anybody like to share anything? It's okay if you don't. I just want to remind you that looking within is perfectly fine. I know, oh, go ahead. Thank you, I appreciate that, I really do. Anything else? So with that being said, Going within is the one thing we can do, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, of another race or ethnicity, to figure out the world's problems and drag them in because you are a part of the world, you do belong. And that's the message I wanted to share today. I appreciate everyone being here. And on behalf of the black student populace, we welcome all, but please know we are here to stay. We are here to be a part of the community. Thank you. Let us pray. Loving Creator, thank you for seeing us, for your desire to know us and love us. You, God, do not limit us to the stories by which the world knows us. You see much more in us than the labels we give ourselves. Give us the courage to challenge all expectations, especially our own, and help us to become all of who we are called to be. Amen.